Hi, this is Ahmed Sharif and you are listening to From the Newsroom, your daily evening news catch-up show from Deccan Herald. Here are the top news of today, Friday, August 20th, 2020. Japan's Prime Minister Shinzo Abe has announced that he will resign. Abe said that he is suffering a recurrence of the ulcerative colitis that forced him to cut short a first term in office and that he no longer felt able to continue as Japan's Prime Minister. He said, and I quote, Now that I am not able to fulfill the mandate from the people with confidence, I have decided that I should no longer occupy the position of the Prime Minister, unquote. While speculation about Abe's political future has grown in recent weeks, after two hospital visits for unspecified health checks, the resignation nonetheless came as a surprise. Even as recently as this morning, the government spokesman had appeared to dismiss concerns about Abe's health and suggested that he would stay on. But Abe made it clear that would not be possible apologizing for once again cutting short his tenure. He said and I quote, I would like to sincerely apologize to the people of Japan for leaving my post with one year left in my term of office and amid the coronavirus woos, unquote. Abe said that he would firmly execute his duty to the end and until the next prime minister is appointed, possibly through a leadership election involving ruling party lawmakers and members. The resignation shocked the markets, with Tokyo stocks plunging more than 2% towards the end of afternoon trade when reports of Abe's decision first emerged. Abe had been expected to stay in office until the end of his term as LDP leader in September 2021 and the jockeying for position to succeed him was still in its early stages. Still, some potential successors have already emerged. Among them are Finance Minister Taro Aso, Chief Cabinet Secretary Yoshide Suga, former Defence Minister Shigeru Ishiba and LDP Policy Chief Fumio Kishida. Now, Kishida is rumoured to be Abe's personal choice while Aso commands one of the strongest blocks within the ruling party. Most of the potential successors are seen as unlikely to break significantly from Abe's policies. Congress President Sonia Gandhi has urged the government to listen to the voices of students on the issue of conducting NEET and JEE and act according to their wishes. Various opposition parties have demanded that NEET and JEE be deferred due to the COVID-19 pandemic and floods in parts of the country, even as the centre has made it clear that the exams will be held as per schedule with due precautions. Six ministers of opposition rural states have moved the Supreme Court today seeking a review of its order, permitting the centre to conduct NEET and JEE this year amid the the persisting pandemic. As part of the Congress's day-long campaign of holding protests and voicing opposition on social media, the party posted Sonia Gandhi's message to students and the government on the issue of conducting exams. In a video addressed to students, Sonia can be heard saying, and I quote, I feel for you because you are now facing a very difficult situation. The issue of your exams, of when they should be taken up, is the most important issue, not only for you, but for your family. You are our future. We depend on you to build a better India. Therefore, if any decision has to be taken regarding students' future, it is important that it is being taken with your concurrence." The Supreme Court has upheld the validity of the UGC's direction to universities across the country to hold final examinations by September the 30th. A bench of Justices Ashok Bhushan, R. Subhash Reddy and M. R. Shah declared that no state government can promote students without the final examinations. The court said that the State Disaster Management Authority can decide to postpone the examinations due to the COVID-19 pandemic or other reasons after taking consent from the UGC. The court's judgment came on a batch of petitions filed by Pranit K, a Bengaluru resident, and others who questioned the validity of UGC's July 6th 
directions due to growing cases of COVID-19 and flood in certain states. On August 18, the court reserved its judgment in the matter. The UGC's notification was vehemently opposed by states like Maharashtra, Delhi and Odisha. Official sources have told PTI that the Defence Ministry has taken an in-principle decision to host the next edition of Aero India, which is considered Asia's largest aerospace exhibition in its traditional venue of Bengaluru from February 3rd to 5th next year, notwithstanding the pandemic. The Ministry took the decision to hold the biennial event as scheduled following inputs from the domestic defence industry and global aerospace majors, the sources further said. They also went on to say that Defence Minister Rajnath Singh has already held a number of internal meetings on hosting the mega event and added that it was decided that the event will be hosted while taking maximum precaution against the coronavirus pandemic. Since its inception in 1996, Bengaluru has been hosting the Aero India event. The sources said a significant number of global defence majors and big investors are expected to participate in the event besides official delegations from several countries. Retired High Court Justice H.S. Kempanna has been appointed as a claims commissioner to assess the damages caused to public and private properties during the recent Bengaluru riots. This follows the state government's decision to recover the loss to damage properties from the rioters. Today, Karnataka Chief Minister B.S. Yadirappa said in a tweet, and I quote, Our government approached Honorable High Court to appoint claims commissioner to assess the damage caused to public and private properties during the riots in KG Halli and DG Halli in Bengaluru. Today, Honorable High Court appointed just H.S. Kempana retired as Claims Commissioner." Unquote. On August 11th, a mob ran amok in DJ Halli and KJ Halli and Kawal Baisandra allegedly because of an inflammatory social media post. In the writing, Congress's Pulakeshi Nagar MLA Akhanda Srinivas Murthy's house was gutted and police stations among other public properties were vandalized. That's it today from the newsroom. If you like this show, please share this podcast with your friends, family and on social media. Do rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify and wherever you listen to podcasts. For latest news and top stories of the day, log on to www.deckandherald.com or visit the all-new Deccan Herald app. Check out our e-paper at www.deckandheraldepaper.com. Subscribe to our Telegram channel at t.me slash Take care and have a great evening.